0: We're turning up the heat. Take my beard off! That's too hot! And wedding bells are ringing. Let's go marry your mama. I'm Jared Hall from Entertainment Weekly, and here's What to Watch on Tuesday, March 16th. We're counting down today's top three must-see picks from TV and movies, but first, your entertainment headlines. It's all about the Oscar nominations today, and David Fincher's Mank leads the way with 10. Among the nods for the film, which is about screenwriter Herman J. Mankiewicz and the making of Citizen Kane, are Best Picture, Director, Actor Gary Oldman, and Supporting Actress Amanda Seyfried. With her Best Actress nomination for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, Viola Davis made history as the most nominated black actress ever, taking her total to four. She previously won for Fences. There were two firsts in the Best Actor category. Minari star Steven Yeun is the first Asian-American actor and Sound of Metal star Riz Ahmed, the first Muslim actor to land nominations in that category. Also nominated there is the late Chadwick Boseman for his work in Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Elsewhere, for the first time ever, two women landed nominations for Best Director, No Lands Chloe Zhao and Promising Young Woman's Emerald Fennell. The year's biggest snub can also be found in that category, One Night in Miami director Regina King. Be sure to check out the latest episode of EW's The Awardist podcast for more on all of the nominations. And for other news, reviews, interviews, and much more, head over to EW.com. Number three. All right, let's rev up today's picks, starting with number three, Mayan's MC. The FX series returns tonight after more than a year of hiatus, kicking off its third season with a double episode premiere. Easy is now a fully patched member of the MC after avenging his mother's death by killing Dita Galindo in the season 2 finale. This season finds Dita's son and Easy's nemesis Miguel reeling over the loss of his mother to apparent suicide, though others quietly suspect foul play. Meanwhile, Easy struggles to find his footing within the club's hierarchy as the Mayans clash over their future and ghosts of the past return to haunt. Everyone, not least the body of a Sons of Anarchy member buried in the desert. Here's a preview.
1: God help us all. The border shut down. You got any idea how much pressure we're under right now?
2: Actions have consequences. Take away the power. Take away the crown. one king.
0: Oh, one king. They are not messing around on this show. But on the flip side, Easy is exploring a new relationship as well. EW's Rosie Cordero spoke with JD Pardo about that.
2: I'm here to talk about the love connections, all right? So, Easy Yeah. has uh this this nice little relationship shaping out with Gabby. Uh talk to me about that, JD. Yeah, you know, it's it's um it's 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 i think refreshing it's it's a new uh journey for easy uh now in season three where he's really starting to put the past uh his past life behind him now that he's a, a full-pledged uh, mayan um he's moving on from the from the chapter of of emily and he's exploring this relationship with gabby and what what is exciting for me about that is that what you're seeing, you're seeing this, this relationship, this sort of dance between this man and this woman play out throughout the season. It, it also is a reflection of, of Easy's uh, romantic idea of love, because he is a a Mayan and he obviously has a lot of stuff going on from prison, from um, a lot of his choices. You know, there's been this resentment, there's been this regret, there's been this um, sort of crisis of identity who am I really um, and did I cause it you know so there's a lot of there are a lot there are a lot of question, uh, questions that easy still has but you see, you get to see now the effort of, of him trying to move forward um, and so he really takes on this um, this dating relationship with Gabby and and uh, it, it, it in in even though his intentions are pure, you start to see the conflict of him trying to pursue that. You know, it's, it's, um, it's almost like split personality. He's, he's, two diff- he's, he's becoming two different people. There's the club and Easy, and then there's how Easy is with Gabby. And you get on, you become, you join the journey of, of Easy trying to figure out um, how to navigate the two. I'm excited to see that duality from you because you can see early on in this season where uh after the you know the Dita's death, he's really embraced becoming a part of the MC. Um, he had always been conflicted between those two worlds, and now he's firmly in that space. And but then you have Gabby who's so pure, and I just keep saying, girl, he's fine, but run away. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I don't think I'd want my daughter dating someone like Easy. You know, it's it's um but that's what's real about it, right? Is like sometimes these relationships come along and you want them to happen and, and they're not necessarily good for you. It's not to say that, you know, the person is really bad or we're really trying to judge that person, but um, I think that's what this is, right? It's, it's Gabby, too, has to decide and explore who she is.
0: Mayans MC Season 3 rides tonight at 10 on FX. Rosie also recently spoke to Mayan star Danny Pino, who plays Miguel, and asked him the question, What you watching?
1: I just watched Minari. I thought that was beautiful. What did you like about it? I, I love the way it was shot. Uh, I love that there's such a representation of, you know, Korean and Korean-American experience within Arkansas. And to see those two juxtaposed and to call into question as to, you know, what is an American experience? You know,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I thought the acting was phenomenal. The cinematography was, I thought, exceptional. I mean, it was kind of uh, Terrence Malick-esque in how it captured, you know, nature and the farm and the outdoors and uh, the relationship between the characters. Yeah, it was. I, mean, I thought it was just a unique and beautiful experience to hear Korean within the context of, you know, such... Uh, an American experience being in Arkansas and incorporating all different points of view as to what is that American experience. I mean, it is something as a Cuban American to watch another point of view as to what America is comprised of, to get a view of that, I think is it's important because it's a complex conversation. It's not something that is easy to define. You know, I think a lot of people try and make it easy to define. Uh, because that serves their purposes. But it's actually more complicated, more intricate, and more beautiful by its complexity. And I thought that Minari kind of did that.
0: Minari is truly a fantastic film. It was EW's number two movie of 2020 and scored six Oscar nominations. You can watch that movie now in select theaters or on VOD. Number two. Let's head from California over to the Bayou State for our number two pick, Queen Sugar, where wedding bells are ringing this week. That's right, Ralph, Angel, and Darla are finally getting married in tonight's episode, with their nuptials taking place against the breathtaking backdrop of the Bordelon family. But first, Charlie throws Darla a surprise virtual bridal shower slash bachelorette party, where Nova welcomes Darla into the family as her sister. I recently asked Bianca Lawson, who plays Darla, how she felt about this moment of happiness finally arriving for the couple.
2: It's so interesting because, you know, when you spend so many years um, in a character and pretending it's other person's character and, you know, and going through the grieving stuff and the ups and downs and the love and the first meeting and the fighting, um, it's obviously, you know, you know it's not you, but it's still, like, in your body. There's, like, another version of you that's been acting this out for, like, five years. I'm really happy for these two because you never really know. I mean, especially I think about... Even shooting that pool scene um, where, you know, he comes and confronts me about uh, the paternity and how, you know, intense and, 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 you know, difficult that scene was to shoot
1: and, you know, to think that like from there, they're now here.
0: It has indeed been a long road to get here. We can only hope the wedding goes off without a hitch. Tune in to OWN at 8 p.m. to find out. Trivia time. Today, our question is about Bianca Lawson. The Queen Sugar Star is the stepsister of which superstar musician? Beyonce, Kelly Rowland, or Whitney Houston? Stick around for the answer. What to watch? We'll be right back. wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find us online at southernliving.com slash biscuits and jam. Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. Number one. Now we're serving up our number one pick, waffles and mochi. Michelle Obama produces and stars in this new Netflix series that's fun for the whole family, following the titular puppet pals on a global culinary journey. Viewers will join Waffles and Mochi as they ride a magical shopping cart around the world to gather ingredients and cook up recipes alongside renowned chefs, home cooks, kids, and celebrities. Whether they're picking potatoes in the Andes of Peru, sampling spices in Italy, or making miso in Japan, these curious explorers uncover the wonder of food and discover every meal is a chance to make new friends. Here's a preview. Hi, I'm Waffles and this is Mochi. Hello, Waffles and Mochi. Are you ready for an amazing adventure? Mm -hmm. Become chefs. Let's try a lemon.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Whoa!
2: To the magic card. Samochi and I are traveling around the world. Nice! Oh, learning everything we can about food. Japan!
0: Japan! Peru! Italy! Ciao! Ciao. Wow, it's like a rainbow in my mouth! I am already getting hungry. EW's Lacey Verasi-Panis recently spoke to Michelle Obama about the show for our kids entertainment section, Parental Guidance, in our April issue on sale this Friday. Lacey asked the former first lady a very fun question. Take a listen.
1: So she has a fun one. Mm -hmm. Let's
0: imagine that like waffles and mochi, you have a magic cart 3000 that can take you anywhere Mm. in the world right now. Who gets to be your passenger? Where are you headed and Why? And what jams are bumping you on your Skytrip <laughs> playlist? <laughs> my co-pilot would be Barack Obama. That's my buddy, you know. And we would take Magikart to any place warm, to any island, anywhere. Magikart, take us away from winter. Uh, and so we would con- we would use Magikart to run away from winter, Jams that would be playing, we would have an eclectic mix of jams that would include a little rap, maybe a little Tupac, maybe some Chloe and Halle, some upbeat. But right now, we're into a little Nina Simone, too, a little Miles Davis. So we'd have to have an eclectic playlist. Uh, Can we get access to that playlist, please? In the meantime, you can chow down on Waffles and Mochi on Netflix right now. And now the answer to today's trivia question. Bianca Lawson is the stepsister of which superstar musician? Beyonce, Kelly Rowland, or Whitney Houston? Well, Lawson must be royalty because she's related to Queen Bey. That's right, the answer is Beyonce. Lawson is the daughter of actor Richard Lawson, who married Beyonce's mother Tina Knowles in 2015. Lawson is also the great niece of Motown founder Barry Gordy. Talk about connections. That is our show for today. We'll have more news and must-see picks for you tomorrow. Be sure to rate and review the show. And, of course, follow or subscribe to What to Watch so you don't miss our daily recommendations, more of which can be found at EW.com. I'm senior TV editor Jared Hall. You can find us on Twitter at EW, and I'm at Jared Hall. Thanks so much for listening, and have a great day. What to Watch. What to Watch is written by Tyler Aquilina, edited and produced by Joshua Heller, produced and hosted by Jared Hall, and executive produced by Shana Naomi Krokmal and Carly Usden.